Welcome back to Music is My Medicine. Today I have with me somebody very special. He's a hip-hop artist from East London who abandoned plans to become a lawyer to focus on making music to fight knife crime and other social problems in his community. A year ago he released his first album, Lecky. His music has been featured on Sky News, BBC One, London Life and many British stations. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lemzy. Hey, hey, <laughs> Hi, Lemzy. How are you doing? I'm great today, man. How are you? I'm good, thank you. It's thank you very you. much for coming. No, thank you for having me. Pleasure to have you here on this rainy Saturday. It happens. We're in, we're in London, so <laughs> what else can we expect, man? <laughs> yes, we are indeed. So, um, Lemzy, can you take us back to the moment when you decided that music is the thing that you want to do for the rest of your life? Oh, yeah. Can I take... Is it a specific moment? Um... I think across my life, I've had different moments that have built me up to the point of where I am now. So the first time I even was conscious of the fact that I was hearing rap music and hip hop music made me have a great affinity towards it immediately. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Then as soon as Grand came in, I was like, this is even crazier and something I'm even more attracted to and have more resonance with just because it's so local, so organic, it's so accessible because everything was so low quality. I was like, I can do this. Um, so I'd start, I started writing lyrics from the time I was like nine or 10. Wow, that's very early. Yeah, very early. But I didn't, I didn't think of it as this is going to be my job for the rest of my life. It was like, I love this stuff. And this is a moment for me to just express how I feel the same way all of these other rappers get to do it. Um, then the first time I went to the studio, I was 16. I remember it was April in whatever year I was 16. I think it was 2008. My uncle took me to the studio in Reading and the whole process, I was just so excited. And then finally having the songs, I recorded two songs, just the whole process itself. I was like, yeah, I like this. And then going to uni, I experienced a plethora of different styles. So people from Manchester listening to new artists that were local and also some of the upcoming artists from London and stuff as well, because a lot of my friends during uni were still from London but from different parts. So this was the first time I was properly exposed to people from South, North and West London um, as a majority, because obviously I spent all my life up to that point in the East. And when did I know I really wanted to do it for the rest of my life? I think it was around that time in uni where I had the feeling that I really want to pursue this, but because I, it wasn't the main focus at the time, obviously my academic purpose was at the time. To be a lawyer, I, right? Yeah, well, I was studying law of criminology at University of Manchester and because of the type of school I went to, so I went to a private school and at a private school, they almost condition you to excel academically, you know, like right. the next step is always meant to be university after that school. Yeah, of course, yeah. Exactly, yeah, just because that's what you're primed for at that mm. time. So for me, it was not really a question. I was always going to go to university. It was more, what the heck am I going to do at university? <laughs> Where am I going to go? And then in 2015... I started at a law firm. It was great for a time and then it turned really, really, really bad for me um, to the point where I was so disengaged and that's when I made the decision, all right, I'm going for it. Yeah. You know, I'm going for it. So that was July 2016. So at that point, did you know what kind of music you want to create, what kind of message you want to send or was just a desire to, to be creative? Yeah, both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like by 2016, because I think, I think I'd done 
five mixtapes up to that point. Wow. And yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot <laughs> of music. I created a lot of music, man. And um, I think up to that point, it was very much me experimenting, me finding stuff that I liked, me learning and studying a lot as well, just music. Um, my main thing with that was let me do something different because I am different. That's yeah. how I perceive myself as someone who does something slightly against the grain. I kind of knew to an extent where I was going to sit. I listen intently to Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole, Joey Badass, Big Crit and Decipher, some have soul. Well, I see my own growth, though I really don't know, because sometimes I feel that my progression has just froze, because I always post a load of flyers up on Instagram, but who gives a damn? I don't know, all I know is every show, I'm always giving them my soul, and I've seen crowd numbers grow, though when socials barely hit a grand, but I got some bigger plans, damn, but ain't that now how they measure it? Well, if that's true, then I don't feel too motivated, but someone told me that I helped their depression lift And if that's true, well then I know there's no mistaking That I made the right choice to use my voice Cause I'm a black boy that makes more than white noise When I'm on stage giving my points Confidence is key, but I had a lot that had some tight joints Was quite coy, but came up my shell like a snail with nice soil Yeah, my format is talk about what matters to you. That's all it is. And what matters to me is always going to change as I grow and I get have new experiences and go through life in different formats. Um, but the essence of who I am is all about progression, evolution, elevation. And the sound that most naturally attributes itself or associates itself to that is this jazzy, bluesy hip-hop sound that I've adopted and it's just ingrained in me somehow. Like <laughs> beyond the grime that I grew up with um, and beyond the commercial hip hop that I first discovered rap music from, through studying and through just listening to more music, I found myself in saxophone, in keys, in I Like the instruments are very, very important to me. Yeah, I've and heard a lot time, of that in your music. Yeah, like whenever I hear them and they're in the production, I always get more of a sense of, I need to... I need to complement this properly. So um, your music is changing and will be changing with you. Yeah. So it's like a reflection of of your soul. Mm -hmm. um, so does it mean that you, music is is a medicine? Because the title of the podcast is "Music, yeah, is, music my medicine. is My Medicine." Yeah. Yeah. No. Hundred um, percent. Got a line in Figure Eight Flip. This is my surgery. Man, I mean therapy. Feel so heavenly. Giving out melodies, taking in the energy. Hope they remember me because this is what I'm meant to be. And that is all about the fact that music is, that's exactly what music is for me. It's all medicine. It's all meant to make me feel slightly better. And at the same time, I call a lot of my music just feel good music because I want whoever listens to it to feel better than before they press play to the end of the three and a half minutes or whatever length the song is. Like, I want, I want that. That's my sense of purpose when it comes to creating music for other people. But the primary purpose of me doing music is for myself. Yeah. Like I make music that I like and I enjoy and I would listen to. Otherwise people don't hear it. Like the stuff that I make that doesn't come out is usually because I don't like it very much. Yeah. Not because I don't think other people, because I think there's an audience for everything. Yeah, and if I make something, 
it may not be something that I like, but I could find it there. But because I don't like it, because I'm not happy with it, it probably won't come out. That's just yeah. how it is. So for me, yeah, it's all about using this as a tool of self-expression. And I've got to the point now where I don't really force myself to write stuff unless someone asks me to do a feature on a certain song. But even then, it's like, I only do it if I, if I like the song. Okay, cuz I provide the vibe for us to roll. I provide the hype of light is low. I just grab my life and what I wrote when I pass the word to so you know the code. I provide the vibe for us to roll. I provide the hype of light is low. I just grab my life and what I wrote when I pass the word to so you know the code. Trust those you love, yeah, that's the code. Love those you trust, yeah, that's the code. Get it, me, Mr. Lenny, yeah, that's the code. Bring it in with the spirit, yeah, that's the code. Trust those you love, yeah, that's the code. Love those you trust, yeah. Yeah, that's the code. Any me, Mr. Vinny. Yeah, that's the code. Bring it in with the spirit. Yeah, that's the code. Do you think that music can be also a medicine for for your audience? 100%. Mus musical therapy is like a really real thing. <laughs> like okay. A lot of people use it and it's actually something that I was looking into um, where I've gone through bouts of, if it's not depression, then it's deep repression where I have a sense of, I don't want to do anything. I don't feel good about anything. Mm -hmm. Typically, finding and discovering new music that I actually enjoy is one huge factor in taking me out of that zone. Right. Like when I get to a point where I've discovered something new that really resonates, and it's usually music, I start feeling better. Yeah. Like even if you don't do music, if you know that um, Drake or Nicki Minaj is the thing that makes you happy because of whatever they say or whatever production they use, use those people. So, so you say that uh, anyone who is not even a musician can listen to music and make like a list of favorite tracks. And through that list, you can sort of like rediscover yourself and understand yourself better. Yeah, 100%. I feel, I'm pretty sure everyone in this day and age has a playlist that is like their vibe playlist or chill out playlist or their happy play or something like that. Yeah. And if people, because some, some people just put songs on that make them happy, which is fine. But if everyone like sat down and said, okay, what is about all of these songs that actually makes me feel good? Yeah. There will definitely be a common component within all of those songs. I don't know what it is because it'll be different for everyone. But once you know what that is, then you'll be like, oh, cool. I got this. Like, I should be feeling good all the time. Um, so, yeah, music is yeah, music is always there as a tool. It's not meant to be used exclusively. Like, it's not the only thing that will make you feel better. Diet and exercise. All the basic stuff that we as humans know and should use are very, very important as well. But... Yeah, music is something that I feel can adapt our frequency, you know, because yeah. everything with the sound is about vibrations. Mm -hmm. So if you're vibrating on a lower frequency, whether it's because of something you've eaten or because you've gone through a bad experience, whatever it is, um, yeah, music can take you out of that. Amazing. Well, you definitely gave me homework to do <laughs> straight after this podcast. I would go through my favorite track list. I was like, what's going on with you, Ella? So on which frequency are you now? But yeah, it's very, very interesting what you just said. It's, uh, it's, it's actually true. We can, we can uh, recognize ourselves in music in, in a way. We don't necessarily have to, have to compose and create music to, to feel that healing uh, effect of, of music. So yeah, that's, uh, thanks for sharing that. That's a very, very useful 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 tip
We only do amazing things. Like, yeah, yeah, we only do amazing things. Yeah, yeah. We only do amazing things. And I swear that there was a blatant blame. Uh-huh. We only do amazing things. I hope that the people can take that. What out, what out, what out, what out. We only do amazing things, and I know that my money raised up. Uh-huh. We only do amazing things, and I hope that the people can take that. We only do amazing things, and I thought that there was a player. What that, what that, what that, what that, what that, what that, what Sensational and inspirational is all I want around. Basic goals of having chains with gold ain't worth above a crown. Your phaser growth can't be lots of days ago. Even when in doubt, my phaser growth has been translatable. Watch me break it down. The intricacy, the split in my jeans, the wizard agrees to figure the fiends and vivid the schemes. I'm wishing to be the biggest since B.I.G. said, give it a cheese. I ain't mean loot, but my spitting is clean, my spitting ain't me. No offer, fist or a curm and a sipping on tea. It's skimming the scene while I'm in the thick of the cream. And my position is deemed to be a king of the scene. And I in your last uh, album, Lecky, yeah. uh, you talk a lot about things like knife crime uh, and also other like relationship problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what has inspired you to uh, write the album? Yeah, Lecky was an interesting process, um, mainly because I knew I wanted to make an album, but I didn't know I wanted to make Lecky. I was just creating stuff on the side. And as I had a few more songs, about five or six of them, I was like, okay, hang on a second. This is, this is getting somewhere. Um, Mm -hmm. bots which is the song that talks about knife crime that was me looking at my environment you Mm -hmm. know curious kids is like my mental health state that's me expressing about my mental health on a song Mm -hmm. um something like what that is almost the converse of that where it's like been through it now i feel great (laughs) now i feel great and i'm ready to move on plus i'm looking at i'm not looking at the things where i'm losing out i'm looking at the things that are helping me shape this amazing world around me, which are a lot of my close friends who do amazing things, which is why it's called What At. Um, so yeah, each song on Lecky, just to summarize it, is just focusing on a particular aspect of who I am, a particular trait of me as an individual. Coming back to knife crime, have you ever been affected by the problem in like real life or it was more the fact, the uh, consciousness that you live in the area uh, that is particularly affected by the problem? So I have personal experience of what it's like to be on the receiving end of something like that. I've had a knife pulled on me before. Plus I've had small, well, yeah, altercations in the past that it was no knife, but there was an offensive weapon of some kind. And I feel like Unfortunately, if you live in London and you're a young black or maybe other ethnic minority teenager that's growing up, you will unfortunately encounter something like that. That's just how I perceive London. Some people don't. Some people probably don't have to go through anything like that ever. Um, But I look at it as I'm lucky I've only had to go through it once and it happened when I'm capable and autonomous enough to be able to discern myself from the other person like when you're young and you go through it it's very easy to just put yourself in the situation and start wiling out just because you don't know what to do you're just in a situation all of a sudden it's like okay i gotta defend myself whereas i knew i remain calm just go through this situation and come out alive <laughs> 
that's the main objective of this kind of thing. I don't wanna see no blood on these streets and I don't wanna talk about the blood on the crips but me I wanna talk about the love that we give cause all that I do is from above not beneath say I don't wanna see no blood on these streets and I don't wanna talk about the blood on the crips and me I wanna talk about the love that we give cause all that I do is from above from from Leighton Stone that is my home East 1-1, yeah, that's the postcode I don't rep for the manor or rep for a gang It's just where I'm raised, man, it's not who I am See, all around the city, I know loads of good people We're all around trying to keep it peaceful There's another energy that wants to be evil That frequency, it could never be equal I know that you also do workshops with uh, school kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's uh, that's another kind of music therapy from what I hear. So can you tell us more about your workshops? Yeah, so the workshops, uh, they work on different kind of basis. So some of them are weekly, some of them are one-off. Started doing those in 2017. So the first one I did was in William Morris Gallery in Walthamstow. Um, and yeah, the workshops are primarily around hip-hop rap and writing lyrics. So exposing people to different forms of rap music and then also hoping because i don't know i guess i'm a quote-unquote professional now but hoping that i can enhance people's writing ability or proficiency to some degree um that's yeah that's essentially the focus of them but i've been developing them as of late because i really want to i don't know i want people to get something more out of it like a real understanding about where a lot of this music comes from, why it's important to uphold where it comes from as well, why it's important to know the history and not just think that because you're doing something in this generation and it sounds slightly different to what people did before you, that what you're doing is of more importance or anything like that. It's, it's not usually, it's just more relevant. Yeah. And yeah, just trying to get people to see that and hopefully... As you said, hopefully it works as some form of either inspiration or it works to help people just move forward. As I said, the whole thing about me is evolution and progression, ev elevation. Oh, that's it. Wow, amazing. Thank you so much for giving some inspiration and hope to uh, young people who, you know, in the future will be uh, leading this country, you know? Yeah, man, that's, that's, that's a big reason as to why I initially was like, I want to work with kids because... I felt that as a young person, my opinion didn't matter too much or that, um, yeah, it didn't matter too much. And it wasn't that accessible to like talk to people who could hopefully influence decisions. So my thing is, all right, cool. I'm still young. I'm not an old person yet, but obviously there's a whole new generation of people behind me. Let's incentivize them to know that, um, their opinions are valid. They can be challenged and obviously sometimes what they think is wrong, um, but your opinion is valid and you should feel a sense of purpose and a sense of connectivity to what's going on around you in a wider capacity. Um, that's not necessarily like voting politically or anything like that. It's just a sense that your actions can lead to something. You know, you're not just a person floating in the world. Do you have any particular plans of concerts or uh, new albums or collaborations that you, you would like to tell us about? So the one thing that I didn't get to accomplish was supporting an artist bigger than me for like either their headline show or for a tour. That was the one thing. Um, 
So that's definitely like still a main goal throughout 2020, but also new music because with Lecky, I told myself even when I was creating it that I'm giving myself 12 to 18 months of it to let it grow, let people really sit with it. Because for me, like when I make music, it's it's meant to last a, a while, you know, it's not meant yeah. to be here, 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 here. I'm distributing stuff. No, every it's not week. fast food. <laughs> it's not fast food. It's not at all. Um, Curious Kids in particular. I feel like if there's a song I could say to everyone, listen to this from me, it would be Curious Kids. However, because I know not everyone likes to listen to six minutes of rap, I don't usually say that. But that I feel like that song gives people a real insight into like me as a person, like my actual yeah. character, how I perceive things, and also how how much I want this. Like I will say a lot because I want it a lot. But um, yeah, that's your message at the moment. That that song uh, represents you the most. Uh, yeah, it currently. represents. Do you know what? There's certain elements of it that um I do feel like I've moved on from. But again, that's gonna happen because you know you're growing wrote, as yeah, an artist. I wrote that maybe three years ago now. I mean, but that's yeah, a, that's more a... the execution of the song. Like there's a whole six minute thing that didn't take me two minutes to write. You know, <laughs> like, of course, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of different types of concepts within that that I feel like let people have that go to that first before I start giving you a bunch of just singles and hits and whatever else I may be able to create. Um, so yeah, for me, it was a 12 to 18 month project. I would, I'll start releasing music soon-ish. Um, definitely by April. I feel like I want to get myself in a position where I have enough good new material uh, for people to book me for festivals, essentially. That's what I really, really want in 2020. I want to I be on festival stages, you know? I feel like what I have can and to a degree should be shared amongst like lots and lots of people. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm looking for, man. Just something that shows me the progression, the evolution and the elevation. <laughs> From what you just said, you are definitely progressing. I have no doubts about it. Uh, so uh, let's see what 2020 will bring us. I am 100% sure that it will be uh, only positive things uh, because you absolutely deserve uh, um, more attention, more exposure. Uh, and, and it's going to happen. Lindsay, thank you so much for coming. No, thank you really for having me, for real. This has been nice. It was it was a lovely, lovely conversation. Yeah. Your music is truly inspiring. So I, I really hope to uh, hear more. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for, for doing what you're doing because yeah. it's it's uh, bringing a lot of good energy uh, to the world and yeah. the world needs it. Thank you so much, man, for real. Thank you. So prodigious, I am no Christian, I just get some force and rap with any curious kids.